Have you struggled to get everything done? Have you looked for every trick to be more productive? How much do you really understand about how productivity really works? This is Crushing the Clock, a podcast where we explore the nature of productivity so you can actually get back your time and energy, making a difference in both your personal and professional lives. I grew up in the era when the original NES came out. I could often be found spending my free time playing video games. As a family, we would often have competitions on games like Clax or Tetris, but we also spent a good deal of time playing role-playing games like Dragon Warrior and Final Fantasy. These games required a lot of solving puzzles, planning, and strategizing. And we would sometimes have family collaborations with these games too, mostly with my mom and grandma. And we would often pause the game to make notes on clues from talking with different characters. We would draw rudimentary maps. We would list where certain items could be found or bought and so on, all the kinds of different things. And I often found myself looking over this array of information before and after playing so I could strategize my next course of action. Now, sometimes we need to hit the pause button in life to be able to figure things out too, because There are definitely lots of times when we need to strategize. We need to figure out puzzles in a way, and we need to be able to figure out how we can be able to approach different tasks and projects. And so sometimes the only way to really be able to do that is to pause. We stop what we're doing, and then basically we zoom up and get the 30,000 foot view, and we can be able to then be able to evaluate what needs to be done. And so this episode could definitely be a shorter episode, but kind of following the idea that we talked about in the last episode, where we talked about rest and the important that rest plays in our energy. And so pausing is kind of like rest, but it's a little bit different. And so it's being able to take a quick little break so you can be able to get a fresh view on whatever the situation is that you're trying to take care of. And so basically you just don't want to rush in and do a task. You want to be able to take just a little bit of time to step back and evaluate what actually needs to happen, the potential issues and problems you can run into so you can be able to take care of it ahead of time. I don't know how many home projects that I have worked on to where I think I have everything, And I get started into the project and realize that I'm missing one or two things from the store. And I live in the country. And so it's a 45 minute drive for me to be able to go to the hardware store and be able to get the things that I need. So if I don't plan ahead and don't have what I need, it's a two hour mistake. And I don't know about you, but I don't always have an extra two hours just laying around and trying to figure out what I'm going to do with myself. And so it's valuable for me to be able to take a little bit extra time up front to really evaluate what it is I need so I can get all the stuff that I need to be able to do the job properly, completely, and to avoid extra trips to the hardware store. And so it can help save a lot of time that way. And so when we take a little bit of time to pause, we can have time to be able to fully assess the situation, assess the project or the task or whatever it is to be able to really break down what needs to happen. 
We can be able to evaluate all that data, all that information. We can then be able to create a plan and decide what the first best step would be. And so really thinking that through. And so we need to be able to do that. And that's going to enable us to be able to make more progress faster. And so even though sometimes people think that they don't have time to stop and do this thought work to do this strategizing and things like that, they think it's going to take too much time to do that. However, when you factor in the mistakes and the time from the mistakes and even cost of the mistakes, then it can be worth it to spend 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes doing some extra planning to make sure that you're getting the right things and having things in the right order. Like I mentioned with doing home projects, if I could spend an extra 15, even 30 minutes making sure that I know what I need and maybe spending an extra couple minutes at the store, making sure I have all the different pieces that I need, taking those extra minutes at that point saves two hours. And so it is definitely worth the investment when you look at it that way. And this reminds me of a quote that I heard from Greg McEwen in his new book, Effortless. And in one particular place, he says over and over, he says, slow is smooth and smooth is fast. And so what that means is that when you go slower, when you slow down, you're able to create a smooth path for yourself. And when things are smooth, you can then be able to speed up. And so the mental picture that I get with that is driving on ice or slick surfaces and things like that. If you're at a stoplight and it's slick out, you don't just step on the gas as quick as you can and try to go. You got to do it slowly. You got to do it easily. So you got to slow down. You start to get a little bit of traction. And as you start to go, you're able to then speed up as you get going. Whereas if you just try to gun it right off the bat, you're not going to get very far. You're just going to spin your wheels and maybe even spin around and slide and all that kind of stuff. And it's going to be a negative experience. And so slow is smooth and smooth is fast. And so this idea of just kind of slowing down, taking a step back and evaluate the situation that you're in, you can be able to save time, you can save energy, you can save money, and it can be able to really help. And so another instance that I had in my life, in my experience, I work in a factory And I've done this for many, many years. And in the factory, we make paper in the where I work. And so we make we take rolls of paper and we turn it into cardboard boxes. And so in the machine, there's times when something goes wrong and the paper jams up. And sometimes it could be a pretty big jam and it's all folded up and it causes a big problem. A tendency could be to just jump in real quick and be able to try to pull the paper out and unjam it and try to get it done as quickly as you can. But a lot of times then you're having to like really work against what's going on and it takes longer and it becomes unsafe and you're able and you're exerting a lot more energy. Whereas I learned that it takes uh, it's a lot better to just stand back and look at it and see how the paper is folded because sometimes it catches on something if you're trying to pull it when it's caught on something you're not going to be able to make progress on it but sometimes if you're able to just kind of look at it and you can say oh if i just bend this this way just a little bit i could slide it out easily and so you're able to 
be able to make a lot better progress that way. And so you need to learn to be able to do that. So taking this time to pause and getting the overall view so you can be able to really see and assess the situation. It's going to go a long way with productivity. And sometimes with this idea of pausing in life, sometimes we just need a break. <laughs> and so you can be working on something and maybe your clarity is not there. Your focus isn't there. You're starting to experience some um, different problems that you didn't anticipate. And so you might need a pause to be able to stand back and evaluate things. But sometimes you just need to pause and take a break from it. You need to get away from it. You need to be able to clear your head, especially if you're doing some type of creative work. Sometimes you get those writer blocks or some sort of creative mental block and you need to take a break that helps you be able to clear your head. Plus, you're also able to be able to get a fresh perspective. And so you take a break, you can come back. Maybe it's 15 minutes later, half hour later, an hour later, or maybe it's like, okay, I'm going to take a break today. I'm going to come back in the morning after I get some sleep and I get uh, I'm able to get a fresh perspective. And so I don't know how many times I was working on something and I'm thinking, oh, I just got whatever, 20 minutes left if I can just get this. But I'm working at it, working at it. And I'm just not making any progress. And it's just getting later and later and later. And so finally, it's like, OK, I need to stop because I'm not getting anywhere in this. And so I stop and I take a break. I get some rest. And I come back the next day and I wake up and I look at it. And I get it done in 15 minutes because I'm able to have a fresh perspective and have some clarity in my mind, be able to get some clarity, get some focus. And it really helps to be able to make a lot better progress that way. And so not just pushing through just to try to get done with it right now. Sometimes that doesn't work. Now, if you're just doing some sort of grunt physical work and you're, I don't know, digging a hole or something like that. Maybe you can push through just a little bit, but uh, even that there's only so much physical stamina that you can have and taking a break can be able to kind of give you that revitalization. And so sometimes you just need to take a break. And so this episode is very simple, like the encourage you and myself to look for opportunities to be able to take a pause and to embrace the pause and not view a pause as a necessary evil or an obstacle or something to avoid. It's actually something that could be very beneficial to be able to just stop and evaluate and think through the situation, the task, the project, whatever it is you're working on, and you can be able to be able to approach it in a lot better way. And this really actually helps set up for the conversation that we're going to be having in the very next episode, which I'm going to be joined by Jeff Woods, who is the CEO of The One Thing. The One Thing is a book that was written by Jay Papazan and Gary Keller, and they wrote that book back in 2013, I think it was, and uh, several years later, they decided they wanted to create an entire company around that book and the concepts in that book to be able to help people to be able to put the principles of the one thing into practice in their lives and in their companies. And so Jeff Woods became that CEO to be able to take that book and turn it into a company. And he's been running that company for several years now, has been living the truths of the one thing. And there's just a lot of principles that if you learn to take a pause at the beginning 
and really learn how to set things up, it's going to really help you be able to learn and master the teachings of the one thing. And so we're going to dive into some different things about what the one thing is and how we can be able to implement it into our lives and be able to figure out what our one thing is and what it really means to be able to line up those dominoes in our life. That's one of the analogies that's used. And so this helps you be able to line up those dominoes and be able to take the right steps in the right order at the right time. And so definitely looking forward to sharing that conversation with you in the next episode. So with that, for now, we're going to sign off and we'll catch you later. Make sure to follow or subscribe to this podcast in your podcast player of choice so you don't miss an episode. If you have any questions or comments or you want more productivity resources, visit crushingtheclock.com. I would love to hear from you. And I'll catch you on the next episode of Crushing the Clock.